can you see me or hear me guys? It's weird. I can't uh, see. I'm not getting anything. Let me try something over here. Hi. <laughs> I know, but I'm having like 10 different problems right now. Like I can't get the music from the other laptop to the show. I can't get the roadcaster to the show. It's weird. So just go enjoy your birthday and uh, I'm going to cancel the show and postpone. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bria. Bye-bye. This is so weird, you guys. I have no idea what the hell's going on. I got it. Okay. All right. Let's see. That works. All right. I figured it out. It's one of my lights was causing a meltdown with everything. So let me get replugged and we will restart the show. I had this happen once before. One of the uh, one of my lights caused this to happen. It's four o'clock on a Monday, and you know what that means, don't you? It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Woohoo! And today, we're going to listen to some of the Taxi staff's favorite music. Thank you for your patience. Uh, wow, that's a new record. 16 minutes of technical difficulties. All caused by one little studio light that when I unplugged it from the USB, everything started working again. How weird is that? Ah, all right. Let me see. Pop out chat. There you are. Well, I've got to say, at least I don't have a room full of clients paying 300 bucks an hour for studio time and the console melts down. I've had that happen before. That's embarrassing, especially when you tell the, uh, the night technician, that ah, everything's fine, go home. <laughs> and it turns out to not be so fine. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, we're back. We're in action. So today we're going to listen to some of the stuff, uh, all the stuff that the staff has picked as some of their favorites this month. 
Um, it's not a top 10 in the classic sense that like these are the most forwarded things by the taxi staff. It's just staff stuff that the screeners flag to the regular full-time A&R staff saying, hey, this is pretty cool. And they assemble 10 of those things and put them online. Um, so we're not, uh, we're not judging anything today. We're just listening purely for enjoyment. And so I can take a beat and de-stress because that was very stressful, I've got to say. <laughs> all right, so I want to start out. Oh, now I've got stuff all over the place. I'm going to get this back over here. It's the laptop I'm going to be playing the music from. Okay, we've got that ready to go. Okay. Um, and let me find the song that I was checking out earlier. So there's a taxi band called um, Taller Than Trees, and these guys are the featured members this month. So uh, let's get going and let's have a listen. This is Taller Than Trees, the featured members, and this is their song, New Thing to Me. See what you think. No. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, my goodness. You know what? This is very, very, very not good. All right, let's try an alternate way. Let's try it from a phone.
All right. That was Taller Than Trees. New thing to me. Um, let me try and change something. I think I figured out what that problem was. Okay. Now, let's see. That works. That works. Yay. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. All right. Anyway, I like those guys. That was a cool song. Um, now, we're going to listen to Gatsby's Gamble. This is by Michael Bluestein. Let's have a listen to Gatsby's Gamble. Somebody asked if this stuff uh, is stuff that all that everything we're going to hear today has been forwarded by taxi. My guess is yes, but just know that we just keep like a running list of cool stuff. Um, the head screener obviously gets flagged on this stuff by the screeners. Um, sometimes the head screener hears something that she likes and she puts it on the list. It could be a staff member that puts it on the list. Then the head screener makes the final list, final decisions on what goes up on the website as the top 10 for the month. So in all probability, this stuff got forwarded, um, but it could be that a screener heard it for a listing and it didn't get forwarded, um, but thought it was really good. It just didn't get forwarded for that particular listing because it didn't fit the requirements, didn't wasn't the right genre or something. So um, there you go. All right, now we're going to jump back to the top of the list, and they aren't in any order of preference, by the way. Um, all right, this one is called Sea oh, Royale by Glitter, produced by Future. Okay, uh, I think we're good. Glitter, glitter, all on the walls, shiver, watch it, watch it, paint a river, then tipper, 
gold tipper. Glitter, 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 glitter. All on the walls, shiver. Watch it, watch it, paint a river. Then tipper, gold tipper. Glitter, glitter, all on the walls, shiver. Watch it, watch it, paint a river. Then tipper, gold tipper. Glitter, glitter, all on the walls, shiver. Watch it, watch it, paint a river. Then tipper, gold tipper. Money, money in the air. Come and catch it while it's there. Rain all up in my head. It ain't going on your head. Yeah, I got a little bounce. Watch it, watch it roll around. If you touch it, knock it out. They gon' find you on the ground. All gold on the crown. Does it come to a surprise? Circle, circles when I dance. Diamonds all on the thighs. Make it, make it, make it rise. Looking at it when it fall. We gon' make them pay the toll. We gon' make them throw it out. Glitter. Glitter, all on the walls, shiver. Watch it, watch it, paint a river. Then tipper, go tipper. Glitter, 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 all on the walls, shiver. Watch it, watch it, paint a river. Then tipper, go tipper. Glitter, glitter, all on the walls, shiver. Watch it, watch it, paint a river. Then tipper, go tipper. Glitter, glitter, all on the walls, shiver. Watch it, watch it, paint a river. Then tipper, go tipper. No man is safe. I cannot pronounce the name of this. Uh, it's S I um, apostrophe Y I R Royale. See your Royale, I think. Song is Glitter, produced by Future, spelled F Y U C H U R. Um, you know, where's my. Oh, I kicked it way over there. Saturday, I was at the office all day. Long day at the office. And part of what I did on Saturday was listen and pick out about 10 contemporary songs that would all be loosely in the pop genre by different artists that ranged from ballady stuff to some EDM driven stuff. Anyway, uh, I want to do a show during one of the quarantines coming up where we look at all that stuff. It's just interesting. Um, we'll talk about it when I do it. Anyway, I, I had a really good time putting together that playlist. And uh, now let's listen to... Uh, this one is called The Grass is Always Bluer. 
And here we go. This is by John Van Hout. Oh, I remember this really cool instrumental. pretty cool um <laughs> can hear all the artifacts and echo in the room very authentic i like it um okay so now we are going to move on to this one's called he's a keeper by matthew soilo s-o-i-l-e-a-u soilo hope i got that right 
All right. I have no idea if this one is a song or if it's an instrumental. Let's find out. Suffers through a shopping just to be sweet. Pretty girls walk by and he keeps his eyes on me. I know he's gotta be one of the best because he keeps putting flowers on my steps. He doesn't mind talking to mom for a it's good that he keeps making dad smile He's a keeper He keeps me daydreaming about you, love He keeps me awake at night thinking of us He keeps his word, he keeps his promises He'll do whatever it takes to keep me Everything he does makes me believe He's a keeper He's a keeper He's a gentleman that keeps opening my door Old-fashioned in a way that keeps me wanting Keeps his cool when we don't see eye to eye Keeps reminding me to love our last to fight He's a keeper He keeps me daydreaming about you, love He keeps me awake at night thinking of us He keeps his word, he keeps his He'll do whatever it takes to keep me Everything he does makes me believe He's a keeper He's a keeper He promised me a picket fence in the yard He's strong enough to keep praying when Pretty cool. 
just goes to show you a well-written song, well-played guitar, great voice. Sounds pretty darn good, wouldn't you say? <clears throat> Is she overdubbing second vocal or two voices? I'm not sure. Let's write her a letter and find out. Um, Ken Mesford, I'd like to think she's describing me. Good luck with that, Ken. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, you know, uh, Mojo says, doesn't need further production, but I can hear some. That's, you know, that's the conundrum. We can always hear more stuff. Do we need it? I don't know. You know, most listeners aren't uh, producers, so they might not hear that that other stuff um, could be in there. Maybe just the connection with her intimate vocal and the cool guitar playing is enough. I don't know. Um, also, you know, there's some people in Nashville that want to hear demos that are really finished masters. There are other people that will listen to just a guitar vocal demo. Um, that one rocks it just as it is. Um, Kristen says she sold us on the guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy doesn't exist, Kristen, just letting you know. <laughs> Anybody ever meets that guy? Um, Cass, he's a creeper. That's what it says, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you guys. All right. Uh, let's listen to, ooh, this is Stranger Things by Bailey Coates. I've been feeling broke these days, looking for the hope these days, feeling like I'm stuck in time, trying to give an open mind. I've been on my lonely, wave my head until you see me.
am having the day from hell technically today. Anyway, that was great. That was Bailey Coates doing Stranger Things. Really, really, really strong. Loved it. Um, all right. Let's see. Let's listen next to Journey to Sunrise. I'm going to butcher another name here. Sorry to say. This is by Luke Radu. R-A-D-U. I'm going with the long A because it's only got one D. So there you go. Uh, let's have a listen to Journey to Sunrise. I could tell that was a trailer piece just by looking at the waveform. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Anything Can Happen, as we well know during today's show, Anything Can Happen. This is by Johnny Lucas. Let's have a listen. Hey, baby, when you look like that, it's hard to look away when the world comes. Mind up, maybe we should take the day and be on our way. There's more than blue sky on my 
play just a smidge more of that uh, and the reason is I saw people commenting about the snare drum um, I don't know if these are drums out of a box or real drummer probably drums out of a box but I would bet dollars to donuts at some point in the life of that snare that it was recorded using an API equalizer so that's what a good snare sounds like going through API which is a brand of recording console it had a very distinctive sound so I'm just going to play just a little bit. Just listen to the snare. Probably an API, probably going through a compressor, maybe a DBX160, but I know that snare sound. Like it. All right. And here's the theme of today's show. The next thing we're going to listen to is called Nowhere to Go But Up. <laughs> Let's have a listen. This is from Brian Glavine. Feeling 
plenty of level on that one. Really good tune, great uh, production on it. Man, the meters on the Roadcaster were just pegged. They weren't moving. They were just like all the way up, just sitting there. It wasn't distorting on your end. It looked okay. My level going into Wirecast seemed like it was hot, but not ridiculous. But man, what was leaving the Roadcaster, I mean, the meters just went up and stayed there. They didn't move even a little bit. Hmm. All right. Something I want to see in the chat going back. Hang in there. We're going to play some more music in a moment. Oh, music to motion. Check out the shirt today. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up to bat, we have... Whoops, wrong computer. Too many trackpads and mice around me. Um, this one is called Old School Bounce by Shannon O'Lee.
I saw somebody asking what genre it was. I think Cast nailed it. I'm looking for it. But yeah, I'd call it lo-fi chill hop, lo-fi chill. Um, after the show, check out a channel on YouTube called Chilled Cow. Um, the guy has tons of music on there. It's other people's music. He got into some trouble with YouTube a few months ago, but ended up they put him back on it's crazy he's got all kinds of channels out there um but the lo-fi chill stuff that is 24 hour stream i mean i i turn that thing on sometimes and he's got like 35 to 50,000 people listening from all over the world it's mostly very young people a lot of them may be under the influence of one thing or another um it's allegedly music to study to. I don't see a lot of studying going on. It's mostly, hey, man, where are you from? <laughs> one guy the other night, I was checking the channel out. One guy just kept writing, I am so baked. I'm holding on to the bed and I can't let go. I am so baked. He must have said I'm so baked about 30 times. It's funny as hell. Anyway, that's it. Uh, wow, we got through all of them. Um just making sure. I think we got through all of them. Really, really, really good stuff. Oh, it actually says, if I'd scrolled up a little bit, I could see. Um, instrumental, Americana. I could see. But I, did I look up there? No. Was I a little panicked because the show was going in the dumper when I started it? Yes. Can lose those now. Um, what else did I want to say? Um... Oh, I saw somebody asking about flanging. Yeah, I am so old school. I actually did buy a Mutron Biphaser, which was a stomp box, a rather large stomp box back in probably 1980. But prior to that, uh, you would create phasing. A, a great example of it is Life in the Fast Lane by the Eagles. Um, you literally take whatever it is that you want to flange um, and they call it flanging because you would run it through two tape machines simultaneously, take the output of those two tape machines to two faders, and then um, put your hand on the flange of the reel of one of the machines. Therefore, there was a very slight time delay between the two machines, which would cause a phasing effect. It was called flanging, and you could control the amount of it, the speed at which with it happened, at which it happened. Um, and I wasn't in the room uh, for Life in the Fast Lane when they did it, but I heard that it took them many, many, many takes to get it. Uh, uh, there's like a little, I don't know, not a coda in the chorus, but anyway, you all know what I mean, right? No, Life in the flat, Fast Lane was an ADA flange. I don't know what an ADA is, but I worked at the place where they did it, and I was told from the guys who were in the room when they did it that it took them many, many takes of putting their hands on the flange. So there you go. Um, definitely not a foot pedal. Um, oh, that's right, the Doobie Brothers as well. Let's see, are there any other things that I left out? No, I think I answered it all. So, uh, should we do a hangout and chat, or should we end the show so I can go chill out after our uh, very, very poor beginning to this evening's show? You guys, um, 
get to make the call. So take a vote. That's right, long train running, I remember that. Yeah, I loved my Mutron biphaser. <laughs> Let's get serious and drink beer. <laughs> Stephen Elling, I'm so baked. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing watching that. Hopefully, I, I was seeing it like 11 o'clock in the morning LA time. Um, I'm hoping that that guy was like in Europe, you know, like eight or nine hours ahead of me. Because if he was that toasted that early in the day, the kid's got a problem. Um, yeah, you guys, it, it's kind of a, a split decision on whether or not to hang out um, <laughs> I had nothing else planned for the show. I didn't think I was going to be that fast at playing everything, frankly. Hang out or talk to wife. Hmm. Your wife, Tom? My wife? Whose wife? <laughs> My wife. Sorry, I've got throat lozenges. Um, oh, tomorrow we're going to talk more about the mic placements. Um, uh, I would talk about it now, but uh, I started that in quarantine, so I want to finish it in quarantine. Um, if anybody is watching today's show and you're not a subscriber to the channel, please hit that red button and subscribe. Everybody, if you haven't given a like yet, give us a like. Um, actually, let me go grab something. I'm going to give you guys some homework. All right, get your pencils and paper out. Sorry, I'm chewing a throat lozenge. I know that's very bad form. So this is what I do on Saturday. I went to the office. I had a bunch of other work to do. I ended up working like, I don't know, seven or eight hours on the other stuff. But before I got started, as Stephen... Um, Where's the book? Stephen Pressfield would say, I was having some resistance. I just couldn't get myself into doing what I was actually there to do. So I ended up um, going on YouTube and just looking for songs that were of the last year, most of them more recent than even that. And I was listening to them, listening to the production, listening to the songwriting, listening to the engineering, and trying to think, okay, what about these things makes them sound modern or current? And some of them clearly had a couple of retro parts in it, but there was still stuff that made them sound current, even though there were retro parts of the production. So I'm going to read off this list. Um, and you guys should write these down. I would really appreciate it. 
if you guys would listen to these things and just listen carefully because people are always asking us at Taxi, what can we do to sound more contemporary? The answer has been the same for 29 years. Listen to contemporary music. You can't listen, you know, to an oldie station, you know, Eagles, Firefall, Doobie Brothers, Outlaws, Eric Clapton from the 70s. If you listen to that stuff, you're going to make recordings that sound like those people, their producers produced your stuff today because that's what gets absorbed into your psyche, into your brain, into your total being. And that's what comes out the other end. So listen to this stuff. Um, all right. First thing, uh, oh, they're out of order now, but what the hell? It doesn't really matter. B.B. Rexa, Baby I'm Jealous. Listen to the kick and the bass in that song. I think it's a great sounding kick and bass relationship, okay? B.B. Rexa, Baby I'm Jealous. Um, next one is Marshmallow and Halsey. The song is Be Kind. Love the kick drum in that one. <clears throat> I didn't make notes on all of these just because I didn't have a lot of space. <laughs> you know, I always have my spiral bound notebook with me when I'm either here at this office or at the office office. Did I pull it out of my backpack that was about eight inches away from my knee and write it in there? No. Did I type it in a document on my laptop? No, I wrote it on post-it notes. Why? Because they were sitting right next to my keyboard with my trusty... Weston Penn. All right, next up, Billy Elliot. Um, oh, no, Billy, Billy Eilish. Can't read my own writing. Billy Eilish, bad guy. Um, Billy Eilish, her songs can be dramatically different, but her layers of vocals, um, just insane. I mean, we're talking like queen worthy layers of vocals from her. But it's her sound, and it works. Um, the Weeknd, Save Your Tears. No commentary needed. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, Driver's License. Friggin' awesome. Um, Dua Lipa, We're Good. Silk Sonic, uh, which features Bruno Mars, um, Leave the Door Open. That's Silk Sonic slash Bruno Mars, Leave the Door Open. Um, Alan Walker. Wow, I can't even read my own writing. Alan Walker, Fake a Smile. I can't read this next one, and I, I honestly wasn't familiar with this person. John Legend, Fuzia, F-O-U-Z-I-A, I believe, um, featuring John Legend. The song is Minefields. Okay, next we have Sia and David Guetta. Guetta, Guetta. <laughs> I'm not going to go. Uh, floating Through Space. Next up, we have Jason Derulo, uh, Lifestyle. 
Ariana Grande, Positions. Black Eyed Peas, uh, with Shakira, <clears throat> Girl Like Me. And last but not least, we have Sean Mendez and Justin Bieber doing Monster. Listen to the bass and the kick in that. All right, so that's your homework. I, I could see some of you commenting that you knew many of these things. I mean, I know that you guys know these. Some of you know all of these, but there are a lot of taxi members who don't. And I mean, you can't listen to these and not absorb something from it. So those have all been hits. Um, they've all been hit certainly within the last 18 months or some of them, most of them actually hits in the last like six months or so. Um, could I take a picture of my list and put it on Instagram? Tell you what I will do is I'm not so sure I want anybody to see how sloppy I print. Um, I will type it up and get it to Liz and she can do something with it on social media. Um, how's that? Bruno Mars is once again saving music again. Well, that's redundant, Polly, <laughs> with his new release, Leave the Door Open. Sean Mendez, I think, is the Sean you're asking for, right? And it's actually spelled S-H-A-W-N, I believe. Uh, what was the title of the Rodrigo one? Uh, where did it go? Where did it go? Of course, now I can't see it now that I need it. Um, oh, Olivia Rodrigo, driver's license. It's a hit. It's out there now. All right. So there, I did my homework so that you guys could have your homework and you can make better music. Um, that's if you look, not everybody wants to sound like, you know, pop radio today. It's not an imperative that you do that. Just a lot of people are like, well, how do I sound more contemporary? There you go. Polly says, got to listen to current music. If you want to write current music, listen to the genres you're writing or else suffer the fate of sounding dated. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying here. Um, and look, you know, I mean, you could, if country is your thing, this has nothing to do with country. Um, so you should go listen to, you know, like uh, the top 20 things in country and check, check in every couple of months. And don't just listen to them one time halfway through and go, oh, I get it. No, listen to it many, many, many times. Maybe take one song. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I used to do it back when I was still working in the studio. If I wanted, if if I was in pre-production with a band 
and we were like three weeks out from starting. And if I had a Sunday off, I would identify a song that was done by somebody much better than I was, somebody much more experienced, and I would listen to that song over and over and over again and write down, I remember I had a pair of JBL 4311s at home and I would put them uh, on the floor, towed in at my head from about five feet away, uh, get in a prone position, usually with a stack of vinyl next to me, because that's all there was back then, um, and, and a notepad, and just sit there and write notes. I would write notes all over album covers. I would write notes on the sleeves of the records. Uh, and they were all production ideas, things worthy of being stolen. Um, obviously, you don't want to take one of their production ideas and use it in exactly the same way on a very similar type of song. So the trick is to absorb all these things and someday you'll be sitting there go, going, gee, what should I do with this? And an idea will pop into your head uh, and you could take some production idea on a completely different type of song and use it on something you're working on and it's genius. And then you look like a genius. I faked my way through by doing that for a very long time. I'm, I've said this before on Quarantinis, I believe, that um, certainly when you're an engineer and, and I guess when you're a producer as well, that you go through phases. First of all, you're just damn happy when you can plug a microphone in out in the studio into like, you know, XLR hole number 13 and get that into the console and bus it over to track 17 on the tape machine and get the meter to move. It's like, yay, I'm an engineer, kind of. Um, so you go through this period where you're figuring stuff out and every time you get something to work, it's like, yay me, I got something to work, I'm an engineer. No, you're not, because you don't yet understand the physics of sound, you don't understand signal path very much yet. Um, you don't understand the musical aspects of what you're doing. Um, you know, loud, up is loud, pan left, pan right, more top end, less mid-range, more bottom end. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those are the basics. Um, it's probably like, yeah, you can turn on the car, back it out of a parking spot and drive it through your neighborhood at 35 miles an hour. <laughs> like I've ever driven 35 miles an hour. Um, that's different from being a Formula One racer. And there are a lot of steps in between. So you go through this like training wheel stage where it's all about just getting stuff to work. And then you go for a very long time, at least it was for me and other friends of mine who are accomplished engineers and producers have agreed with me that they went through a very long imitative stage where they were imitating stuff done by other people on current records, but those records were made a year and a half prior to having the hits. So by the time you're absorbing that stuff, it's already yesterday's news, but it's really important that you do that. Why? Because you develop the mastery uh, and the command of the console and music and dealing with people and the psychology of getting people to try what you're suggesting or knowing when you shouldn't uh, push the issue too far, um, being able to admit that was a bad idea, even though it was your idea in front of a room full of people. Um, all those things are part of production. 
And you get to a point when you imitate other people all the time that you've got this library of skills uh, and chops that you're not even aware really that you've got, but then you pull them out of your bag of tricks at some point in the future and use them when they are right. And in that new context, maybe they're really cutting edge. So I hope that makes a lot of sense to you guys. Um, <laughs> oh man, I love watching the stuff in the chat. Cass gave me a plus one on that. Yay. Okay. So yeah, uh, it's all about just getting better and better and better. You can, you should imitate. Go through a long imitative stage until one day something will happen and the light goes on. You go, oh my gosh, I remember learning that three years ago and I just pulled it out of my bag of tricks and put a little salt on it, a little pepper on it, and then maybe a little garlic and a squeeze of lemon. And now I can call it my own. But um, the original piece of meat was their, you know, filet mignon. I guess you wouldn't be putting lemon on filet. I'm already thinking about fish. We're having Chilean sea bass for dinner tonight. I'm going to grill it on a grill outside so that we don't stink up the house. And then I've got a big jar of ghee that we got at Costco like three months ago. It was 23 bucks for this giant jar of ghee. And I'm going to take some of that and melt it down and put a little garlic in it. And then we're going to dip everybody the fish in that delicious combination of ghee and garlic. So, yep. I'm thinking about dinner already. Getting a little hungry, I must say. Yes, Peter, back to food. No fried gophers. Had a gopher sighting the other day, but can't get him. Uh, he didn't enter the relocation chamber yet. Wow, your grill is covered by snow. Mine is covered by pollution. <laughs> Wiring and soldering multiple patch panels in three or four more locations, setting up patch bays, building multiple computers, learning digital boards. Yes, that can be a lot of work. Wow, sounds like it. Guy Largo. There you go. Good name for a band. Um, I've only wired one patch bay in my life, and I hated it because there were times that a, a piece of solder would drop off and fall into other places and it would cause a short on another patch point and finding it was a bitch. I hated that. Homemade burritos tonight. Tonight, nice. Turn on the grill, the snow will go away. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, all right, let's wrap it up. Um, thanks for being patient. I, I literally had no internet. Uh, I had the whole show set up. Everything was working, ready to go. All the right buttons were pushed. All the right meters were moving. Um, I was showing up on camera. The audio was there from the, the roadcaster, from my microphone, everything. And then eventually I remembered that about four or five months ago, I unplugged, I've got a little, a big ring light that I've had for quite some time. And then uh, 
when we went through uh, the end of daylight savings time last year and I wasn't getting any natural light through the big window, I bought a second ring light, a little guy that's about, I don't know, eight inches and it's USB powered. And there's something about that light apparently every few months. Uh, and all I did today was unplug that light from the USB hub and bammo, everything was fine. So there you go, guys. Great hanging out with you. Please come back tomorrow. If you haven't given us a like yet, please do. Um, be back tomorrow to finish talking about microphone choices and placements on the Quarantini Happy Hour right here. Same channel, 4 o'clock. See you then. Bye-bye. Over and out. Hey.